If you're stuck, frustrated, lost, or confused, or maybe you've even been to your healthcare practitioner and they say you're the picture of health, this is the episode for you. This is where you're going to learn what perimenopause really is that you need to know that most people aren't telling you, why it derails most women and doesn't have to, why your healthcare practitioner is still saying you are fine when you don't feel fine, and the path you have to take if you want to feel better. What's up, sisters? Welcome to the Period Whisperer podcast. I'm Bria. I'm your host. If you're new, I'm so happy you are here. I'm your perimenopause and menopause sister, your holistic trainer, hormone specialist, translator of your female body. I'm a recovering people pleaser and hustle addict turned body whisperer and hormone decoder. And I am here to help you de-stress your body, decode what it is saying, become the CEO of it, and own your own health, energy, and weight loss again. This show is for you, the overwhelmed, overworked, underappreciated step woman who dreams of a body they feel strong, energetic, and sane in. The woman who knows that she shouldn't just wave the white aging flag and believes in a body and life of peace, love, and purpose. But you don't just know how to get there yet. So if you are stuck in your body, your energy, your life, you are in the right spot. Let's lean in and learn what our bodies are saying to us. Hey there, sister. Welcome to this episode of the Period Whisperer podcast. I'm Bria Gad, and I am your perimenopause guide. I'm here to simplify this in what can feel like insane and overwhelming time of shifting hormones into um, a simple step-by-step strategy for you to be able to follow and get relief because I really believe that women are magic. And when we aren't consumed by how we feel in our body, then we're able to unleash that magic and live our most fulfilling lives in whatever way that looks for us, right, on our terms. And that's where that magic gets unleashed. This is the beginning of a little series I'm excited to do. It's December now, and I know lives seem to get busier. So I wanted to spend the next you know, month really providing episodes for you that are bite size and that are, you know, action takers. So this is my action series for you, my action mini series in December. So get ready for episodes that are really boiling it down to simple things that you can do to start to feel better, especially as we navigate the holiday season. Like no matter, you know, no matter what's going on in your life, we know that December typically brings more to your to-do list, (laughs) which, you know, it's a funny thing, right? My sister and I always joke about this, about the fact that all of a sudden there's, you know, more money that needs to be spent, more, you know, more shopping that needs to be done, more wrapping, more all of these things, more thought, more thinking, more organization. And there's, yet there's no more time or no more money. And those two things alone can create so much more stress. Um, And stress is really the linchpin in what makes our perimenopause time so, so frustrating. So welcome to the little mini series. Today's episode, I really wanted to focus on what you need to know about perimenopause, because whether you are listening to this for, for, you know, the podcast for your very first time, or whether you've been a longtime listener, I'm so, so grateful that you're here. Um, But I think, and I, and I think that understanding what is really going on in perimenopause 
especially on a need to know basis. It would be great if we all geeked out on this stuff, but we don't. And we all have a lot going on in our lives. When when my perimenopause symptoms like descended me into hormonal chaos at 37, amidst the fact that I was, you know, working out six days a week that I had, you know, what I thought was a very healthy and nutritious, you know, um, way of eating and balanced way of eating, you know, I was... I've been 12 years in the wellness industry. This was my career. This was my focus. And and if it hit me that hard, completely blindsided, where I had no idea, you know, why I was waking up with night sweats, why I was gaining weight that I didn't feel like I deserved, why I could barely make it through the day without a nap or feeling exhausted, why my brain felt so foggy, why my skin was breaking out, why I felt bloated and, and, and like had digestive issues and all of that, and why my healthcare practitioner was telling me I was the picture of health. It was, you know, if that was happening to me and and this was my career, I can only imagine how overwhelming this must be for women whose careers are not in the wellness industry. So my goal, my mission is always to really simplify this and give it to you the best way I can in bite-sized pieces. And that's what I want to do today. So this Action Takers mini series really has everything to do um, with starting somewhere that you want, that you have what you need to know about perimenopause that nobody is talking about that nobody is telling you. I'm sure you've heard me say before that the perimenopause transition, which goes from around 35 to around 55, again, that it's it's a transition and it depends on when you achieve menopause. Menopause is that one day, 365 days after your last period. That's menopause. Everything leading up to that is your is your menopause transition or what we call perimenopause. So it's a it's a roughly a 20 year span of transition of hormones that is as significant as puberty, as significant as pregnancy and postpartum. And yet we don't have any structural support or clarity to even what's going on. When you get pregnant, there's about a million and one books you can buy. There's also about a million and one parenting books about how to support your teen during their tough teen years of puberty, right? But, you know, although this topic of perimenopause is growing, it, we're still at this stage where we go to our healthcare practitioners and they're like, yeah, well, this nothing's wrong with you. This is normal. It's not normal. It's common, but it's not normal. You don't have to feel this way. And so to be able to give you some action steps over the next little while where we dig into the most, you know, the most irritating pieces for you, we need to start at the very beginning, which is what, you know, what's really going on? What do you need to know? So I want to break this down for you um, and then also give you, you know, give you the path back and the, like the results that you can expect when you follow the path. So when we start to shift into our reverse puberty, we'll call it this, you know, perimenopause, where our body is essentially going from, you know, being, you know, fertile and re- re- reproductively capable to no longer, you know, having the need to reproduce. So we're shutting down that sector of the business, you know, sector of the body. The shifting of hormones specifically makes it us like so much more susceptible to stress, right? Both physiologically, like in our body, so anything that's adding stress in our body, but also in our brain, we become more aware of the things that are stressing us because we're not subconsciously being driven by, you know, this drive to reproduce, which is the circle of life. 
So this shifting of hormones makes us much more susceptible to stress, um, mainly because the hormones are being, our seen sex hormones are being passed from our ovaries to our adrenals, which are our main stress managers in the body. And so the state of those adrenals really will, you know, determine what's going on in the body you know, or or what symptoms, you know, whether you navigate this smoothly or whether it feels like crazy tsunami waves of, of insanity in your life. Um, And in our brain, the parts of our brain that are really impacted by our sex hormones um, are, are really, again, they're, they're aware, they're very sensitive to this shifting, we'll call it of these hormones. And so they become more aware of the things that bother us, of things that used to bother us, of things that have bothered us and that we're not dealing with. And this is why sometimes perimenopause can feel a little ragey for us because we're frustrated with things that maybe didn't frustrate us the same way. So depending on our life habits, the stress unchecked in our body, like undealt with in our body, turns into chronic stress, right? It's a natural thing for us to have stress. Our body's designed to handle acute stress, you know, and and it's there with some amazing mechanisms for us to like manage it, deal with it, handle it. But when that stress is not just an acute thing, a moment in time that happens and then dissipates, when it's chronic and always going, then, you know, it turns, it creates inflammation in the body because inflammation is a stress response, right? And where our body may have handled an inflammatory response in in our youth, now it's much more susceptible to those stressors. So it may have managed it because again, we're young, we're more pliable, we're more valuable, like the, the engines are firing. And I, I, we can look at this in one of two ways, right? We can think, you know, I used to think, well, I'm just getting older, right? Things are breaking down and I'm getting older. But I really, I really resent that way of looking because it makes us feel like we can't handle it. We can't do anything about it. I like to really look at it and I want to encourage you to change this lens that as we're just more aware of what actually doesn't work for us and it never did, we were just under the rose-colored glasses of our youth. And that's a gift, right? That's a gift because where we spent so many years, you know, being maybe being bothered by something, but you know, being able to just kind of avoid it or move around it or move under it or move over it. Now the body's like, "Uh uh-uh, it's time to just deal with this sucker now. And we all know the fastest way to resolution, the fastest way to joy again is through the uncomfortable thing, right? Like a lion hunt, can't go around it, can't go over it, can't go, gotta go through that sucker. So I actually think of this as an amazing gift for us. And this is why in Chinese medicine, they call perimenopause or this time our second spring. This is our opportunity to really know our body and unleash the dreams that we have for ourselves, whether that is, you know, just being super duper present in our life or excelling at what we're already doing, or whether like that is going after major dreams and careers. Some of the most successful women in the world didn't start the career that has, that they're so successful in and the impact that they're making until they reached this age, because the shifting of the hormones requires us or really gives us this opportunity. I guess I won't say it requires us. It requires us to make a choice. It requires us to make a choice as to whether we're going to stay stuck and just stay here and sit on the sidelines, or we're going to get in that damn arena and do the work, make the change and go after the life that we want. That's the gift of perimenopause. So 
again, chronic stress that we're dealing with now that we're way more susceptible to. And really, maybe to sum this up, I always think of like perimenopause is really the straw that breaks the camel's back. It's not the thing that, you know, the thing that is causing all the issues. It just happens to be that final layer of stress that's going on in your life that begins to dis- like make your health and everything start to crumble. And we don't look at it like that, but that's what it is. It's not this this is why we see some women navigate this time fairly well and others don't and it's because it really depends on what those habits and everything have been and of course chronic stress creates imbalance and dysfunction which leads to metabolic chaos and hormonal chaos which begins to create dysfunction based on like whatever weak links we have already in our metabolism like naturally that may have come from genetics or you know that may have come from just our chronic choices of making something that wasn't working for us and again, if you leave this chaos unchecked, this is what leads to disease and symptoms, right? So first we start out as symptoms, but again, we don't address those symptoms or we just take pills for those symptoms. Then we end up in disease in our body. So, you know, we I call it a choice, right? I call it the time for perimenopause gives us a choice. But to me, that's not even a choice. I, I don't know about you, but I, I get to work with a lot of really amazing, high achieving women. So most of my clients come to me and they're not willing to just lay, sit down, wave the white flag and, and admit defeat. They want to know how to get through it. You want to know, right? If you're anything like me or anything like a lot of the women that I already get to work with, you know, you're not, you're not done yet. You're not willing to sit down and just say, this is okay. It's not okay. We don't, we want to live the life that we still have dreams for, that we still have goals for. And so just a accepting these symptoms or accepting that you're getting older is just not on the menu, right? It's time to really, you know, take a look what's underneath. So often what happens is that we go ahead and we treat the symptoms of what's going on, right? So we, so we're going through life right now, you know, we've had youth on our side, you know, maybe some of our life habits, some of our, our things that have happened to us in our life, some of our choices, some of our, you know, how we eat, sleep, move, all of these things have really started to bother us. And here comes perimenopause is not added workload to our body. And that's what begins to tip the scales, right? Of the stress. And we, if we don't do anything about this, it starts to create greater imbalance, creates dysfunction, creates more hormonal chaos. Um, and then it's sometimes even hard to see what the real problem is, right? If you've ever been there before where it's like, you know, something's wrong, you go to your doctor, they say everything's fine, but you know, it's not fine. And you can't quite figure out what the issue is. You're in hormonal chaos. You're in this absolute mess where you don't, you can't find the direct path into where you're trying to go. So we're in this chaos now. If we don't do anything about it, that's what's going to head us down further and further into dysfunction and disease. So we need to start to do something about it. And often our first instinct is to try to treat the symptoms. You can't sleep. Okay, take this. You know, you're having hot flashes. Take this. You're having um, anxiety. Take this. You're having depression. Take this. You can't lose weight. Take this, you know, thing. But the thing about, and I'm a big believer, you know, I think that there's a lot of miracles in Western medicine. I really do. So I'm not ever here to say that it's not. 
but it should be our last resort because we don't get something for nothing, right? There's always a cost. There's always an opportunity cost to everything we decide to put in our body, pharmaceutically or botanically. And so when you try to cheat the system a little bit that way, which can be the right thing for you, but when you try to cheat the system without doing the underlying issue, you're, ne- you're never going to actually get a resolution. You might get some improvement. You might feel better. You might be able to dull that symptom, but you're not fixing the dysfunction underneath, right? You're not healing those underlying issues. And of course, things get worse. So one way or another, it'll just pop up. It's like that whack-a-mole game. You whack one down and another one pops up. This is what happens in our body. And you know it because that's what's happening to you. That's why you're here and you're listening. So the, the issue with just running out and taking different pharmaceuticals or taking different things is that we're not actually getting to the underlying issue of what's happening inside of us. You know, what is causing this st- the stressors that then when perimenopause comes on becomes the straw that breaks that camel's back, right? What's the pile of straw on top of the camel already? Where is it coming from? So how do we begin to heal this piece? And, and maybe this is a perfect time to just let you know that the result of healing in perimenopause is that you get to age grace gracefully. You get to burn unnecessary fat. You get to have good energy. You still get to have a libido. You get to, you know, you get to wake up and feel good in a body that can actually accomplish things that you want to accomplish. Because when you feel like crap, you're missing out on life. Right. Because we're not, you know, we're not going out to social gatherings because we don't feel well. We don't want to be in pictures because we don't feel well. We, you know, we make decisions to feel better because we don't feel well. Right. We, We numb ourselves with things like food and we numb ourselves with things like wine because we don't feel well. We use those as stress management. And unfortunately, those things add to the stress. So do you see where I'm going here with this, how this path goes? We're already living in sort of stress. We have these habits. Perimenopause comes on, adds another layer. It's the straw that breaks the camel's back, you know, and then we descend into more imbalances. We don't do anything. We descend into dysfunction. We don't do anything. We descend into metabolic chaos. We don't do anything. And then it starts to lead naturally to disease. But all And all of these symptoms are are mixing around in there. So when we just, we want to understand not just how to treat the symptoms, we want to get in and understand where's this really coming from. So how do we actually heal? And it's, it's kind of like a one-two punch. I always really, you know, like to look at it this way is that first we have to address and reduce what is creating the chronic stress to begin with so that we can build our health resiliency and our health and balance overall in our life. We need to take a look at, at, and I like to always start with our four key health pillars, the four things in life that every living creature always focuses on or always prioritize, except humans. Humans have no, don't prioritize this very well, but animals prioritize this sleep, movement, nutrition, stress management, and right. And stress in stress management, pleasure falls into that category, right? Because we cannot really have pleasure if we're too stressed. So this is the pillar, it's fulfillment and life. So we need to address these four health pillars specifically and take a look at what our habits are in there that are creating the chronic stress so that we can reduce those and build the resiliency and health. Otherwise, we're never going to get rid of the inflammation. And if we can't get rid of the inflammation, the body can't focus on 
anything else. Your body is constantly going to be focusing on the inflammation in your body because that's what it needs to do. And that's what ends up leading to things like what we call adrenal fatigue. Because if your body's always having to deal with this stress over and over and over and over again, then it's never getting a break. So we need to reduce that inflammatory response by removing the things that are inflaming us. And sometimes those things are things we think are healthy for us. And that's the tricky part. I think that's the confusing part for us. And then, of course, the other side, that kind of other, you know, one, two punch is addressing and supporting the weak links inside of us, you know, so we can't really get to those pieces of that are causing us stress in our life if we don't cause the other hormonal chaos, right? So if, or if we don't heal the other hormonal chaos, if we're not it's like a tantruming child, right? When when your child comes to you and they're just losing their mind because someone hit them, you can't even get to why someone hit them until you calm them down, right? And then we can kind of figure out, okay, who hit you? Why did they hit you? What was happening? And start to manage, you know, manage through the pain and the emotions of what's going on. If you're consumed every day with how crappy you feel in your body, with the inflammation, with you're not being able to sleep, all of these things will never have the bandwidth to actually step into that other key part of healing and thriving in perimenopause, which is really addressing and supporting the bigger stress issues in our life, right? We can't even get to those, right? If you're if you're feeling completely unfulfilled or frustrated or taken advantage of at work, it's really hard to deal with that, have the confidence for it, handle it, even think about what else you might do if you're in hormonal chaos and you feel like junk and inflamed all the time in your body. If you're unhappy in your relationship and it needs therapy and it needs help or you you know, you need to get out of it, whatever it is, you can't even begin to address that if you can't sleep through the night because you're so inflamed, right? We don't have the bandwidth for that. If your child is going through a really difficult difficult time in life and you need to help them, you can't really help them very well if you're consumed by how you feel the rest of the time or if you if you feel so awful all the time in your body and your energy is not there and your sleep is not there and you're you know you're gaining weight and you don't know why that's sucking your energy at all times. So it's really important that we follow this process of beginning with reducing and eliminating the inflammation in our body. And then we can shift into healing and repair, which is making sure that we are, you know, maximizing our metabolism, making sure that we're healing these weak links and that we're looking at the bigger picture of our life at those major stress faucets that create more stress. So that's our step-by-step process of what you really, really need to know, because it's not just, oh, I have too much estrogen and I don't have enough progesterone, you know, or there's too much of this. And it's, it's why do we have those issues in the first place? And if we're only ever looking at that top straw that breaks the camel's back, then we're, we're always going to be on that precipice of being overwhelmed, of being frustrated, of being stuck, of being lost, because we're not addressing the mountain of straw underneath the straw. Does that make sense? So again, the this is, you know, just to try to recap that for you is that perimenopause is actually an amazing gift. It's an incredible time for you to step into exactly who you're meant to be and do the work you need to do to feel fulfilled forever until that dying breath. And if you wait you're losing time, right? We don't want to wait and lose the opportunities we have to live our our most happy and fulfilling life. 
And so these chronic stressors are making this worse at all times. They're making our perimenopause worse. They're creating that inflammatory response. So the first step is always eliminate inflammation. And we do that by really looking at those four key health pillars in our life, right? Our sleep, our nutrition, our movement, and our stress. And we eliminate the things that are causing the inflammation and give it the space so the inflammation is gone. Once that's over, once we've actually healed and we're no longer picking an, a scab to an open wound at all times, then we're actually able to shift into the second phase of healing that's required, which is healing and repair of the other issues going on in our life and giving our body the space to really get the most out of this healing before we can move on and go after our next major goal and dream. So there is a phase three, but those are the most important pieces that everyone skips. That's what you need to know about perimenopause. That's what you really need to know about what's going on. If you have questions, I want you to reach out. If you don't know where to start, of course, I want you to reach out. But sister, this is not your fault, but you have every opportunity to make this change. And that's the most important message that you, you take away, I think, from this podcast episode is that perimenopause isn't happening to you. It is happening because of the decisions going on in your life already, which means you get every opportunity to change. It's all within your control. You just need to follow the system and tune out all of the all of the insane suggestions that are out there for you to just move more and eat less. It's not going to work and you know it because it's taking you backwards. All right, sister, I want you to go out, be more in your life and not just less on a scale. Now you know what you need to know about perimenopause and we'll catch you in the next episode. Thank you so much for joining me on the Period Whisperer podcast. I want to encourage you to reach out to me directly and message me if there are topics or things you're struggling with so we can address those right where you are at. And of course, if you loved this episode, if you learned something, make sure to share it with your friends and please rate and review it wherever you get your podcasts.